You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week, we will be bringing you a pub quiz style program with five rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each. We also start every episode with a bonus anagram, which will be due at the end of the episode after the answers for round five. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available at our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use as you answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Get together with your trivia team or play solo, at home, or on the go, because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 47 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Zach Katz, and I'm joined by our co-host, Kelly Sharon. Hello. As well as our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. Yo. This is going to be a very special episode because it's Ricky Lime's birthday. Woo! Ow, ow! Drop the balloons! Yeah, where's my balloon drop? (laughs) (laughs) You asked for one thing! (laughs) So, while I am relieved to have a legit excuse to not celebrate my birthday this year, this one is a significant age meaning I'm officially old AF. No. Yes, true. So I did throw myself some birthday bones throughout the episode, and I appreciate you all indulging me with some of my favorite subjects. Thank you. 21 is not old. (laughs) And don't forget, we have a visual round up on our website for the month of August that features female duos from films. So check it out. It's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you'll have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram is the Salad King, T-H-E-S-A-L-A-D-K-I-N-G. And the question or clue that goes along with this anagram is, what New York-based rock band formed in 1975 and released such albums as Remain in Light, Little Creatures, and Fear of Music? The Salad King is my new nickname. It's my nickname. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I hope it comes with extra ranch for your birthday. (laughs) Yes. Also, sub tater tots for lettuce. Thank you. Moving on to round one. Round number one is called Main Topic. August is here, and it is the season of the beast. This general knowledge round is lion and leo themed. Question number one. What year did Katy Perry release her hip-hop song, Roar? Question number two. The young lion at the center of the story of the Lion King is named Simba. Simba translates to lion in what language? Question number three. There are four terms for groups of lions. List two of them for a point. Question number four. What NFL team features Rory the Lion as their team mascot? Question number five. Burt Lahr was the actor who famously portrayed the Cowardly Lion character in the 1939 classic The Wizard of Oz. Each of Dorothy's traveling companions also played the roles of counterpart characters on the Kansas farm. What was the lion's counterpart, also portrayed by Burt Lahr? Question number six. 
What is the name of the lion mascot for Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer? Question number seven. What is the scientific name for a lion that anagrams to the anal rope? T-H-E-A-N-A-L-R-O-P-E. Question number eight. The 2016 critically acclaimed film Lion starred Dev Patel and Nicole Kidman and was nominated for six Oscars, including Best Picture. Although the film did not actually win any of its nominations, what film did take home the top prize that year? We're going to give you about 15 seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one, main topic. In the small town where I grew up in, the mascot was the Cottage Grove Lions. And there was like maybe two salons in the whole town. But one of the hair salons was called the Lion's Mane. Ooh. I know. But I wanted to just like bring in a picture of like an actual lion and be like, I'm thinking something like this. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Straight out of Nat Geo. Yes. (laughs) Question number one. The year Katy Perry released her hit song, Roar, was 2013. Not my favorite Katy Perry song, but can we also talk about how Katy Perry's cat is named Kitty Purry, which also fits with this round. (laughs) Kitty Purry died. Oh my god. Wait, Kitty Purry died? Yeah. So this is no longer my birthday episode. This episode is dedicated to Kitty Purry. (laughs) No, no. Yes. I just switched gears. No, I shouldn't have said anything. That is sad, and I do love cats. Not the movie. (laughs) Question number two. The Lion King's main character, Simba's name, translates to lion in Swahili. When you learn that Lion King is based on Shakespeare's Hamlet, it all makes sense as far as the formula and the character structure. Question number three. You needed to list two of the four terms for a group of lions, and they are... Prides, coalitions, troops, or salts? I had only heard of prides. These other ones are surprising to me. But they're cute. Coalition, that sounds so nice. Lions working together, getting stuff done. Getting stuff done. (laughs) I am a pretty productive lion myself. Yes, you are. Yay, Leos. You're my favorite Leo. Really? Yeah. There's some really great Leos, though. That's nice. Yeah. The main lion. Nope. Okay. A king among (laughs) your pride. (laughs) Thanks. Question number four. The NFL team with Rory the Lion as their team mascot is the Detroit Lions. Touchdown. Boom. Question number five. Burt Lahr, the actor who portrayed the cowardly lion character in the 1939 classic The Wizard of Oz, also played the role of the counterpart character Zeke the Farmhand. And you, you were there, and you, and you. (laughs) Put them up, put them up. (laughs) I love The Wizard of Oz, though. It's so good. Question number six. The name of the lion mascot for Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, MGM, is Leo. Question number seven. The scientific name for a lion that anagrams to the anal rope is Panthera Leo. 
the anal rope scrambles up to be Panthera Leo. <laughs> that sounds like a heavy metal band name and also album title. Am I right? <laughs> I don't know which is which, honestly. Some like claw marks, possible barbed wire situation. Yow! <laughs> Ooh, I love it. Question number eight. The film that beat out 2016's critically acclaimed film, Lion, for the Best Picture Academy Award, was Moonlight. I have the uh, Moonlight soundtrack on blue vinyl. Gorgeous. I really loved Lion and Moonlight. They're both so good. They're both so good. Lion is like a movie that makes Justin cry every time. I don't know why it really messes him up. <laughs> oh, I bet. That little boy that's just like, Gadu, Gadu. And he's lost. It's so sad. I was so cute. I can't. I mean, the saddest thing really is that his brother died. Spoilers. <laughs> and Nicole Kidman in that one? What a babe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Moving on to round two. Round number two is our audio round. I'm very excited about this one for obvious reasons. It is called Ricky's Jukebox. And in lieu of throwing some of my favorite jams on at a bar jukebox on my birthday, this music round features a random collection of songs that I love. So thank you for indulging me. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist. One. I could smile for a while, but I saw you last night. You held my hand so tight as you stopped to say hello. Oh, you wish me well, you couldn't tell. Three.
H. Here are the answers for round two, Ricky's Jukebox. A tease of the main. <laughs> I think Dolly Parton says, tease it to heaven and spray it to hell. <laughs> Song number one was Close to Me by The Cure. It's close to me. Song number two was Crying by Roy Orbison. Song number three was Tighten Up by the Black Keys. Song number four was Doo-Wop, That Thing by Lauryn Hill. Song number five was House of the Rising Sun by the Animals. Song number six was Ask by The Smiths. Song number seven was Over the Hill and Far Away by Led Zeppelin. And song number eight was Hey by The Pixies. just makes me miss being at the bar with you though i know so if i could um describe my feelings about this song list i'm gonna try to now hit us ready close to me by the cure super cute beat love that one crying by roy orbison breaks my heart every time i hear it he's the best the black keys tighten up is just a great rock song that thing by lauren hill the lyrics don't be a hard rock when you really are a gem are some of my favorite ever written House of the Rising Sun by The Animals, I would consider a perfect song just formulaically. Ask by The Smiths is super fun. I love all those hand claps. Over the Hills and Far Away probably is my favorite Led Zeppelin song. The intro with the hammer-ons is just so gorgeous. It's a beautiful song. Hey by The Pixies is another crowd pleaser. Thank you for indulging me with this list of jams that I love. Thank you for putting it together for us. Now I know what to play when I'm alone and nostalgic for our bar times. (laughs) moving on to round three round number three is called woe is me this is another one right up my alley it is a classic subject round on all things gothic question number one originating in france and england as a development of norman architecture what century did gothic architecture emerge Question number two. A variation of the Greek alphabet, the Gothic alphabet, was developed in the 4th century CE and was originally used to translate what book? Question number three. What English Gothic rock band was fronted by Peter Murphy and released a debut single in 1979 titled Bella Lugosi's Dead? Question number four. 
Dating from the late Victorian era, what gothic horror novel introduced vampire characters and spawned a 1992 film interpretation that was directed by Francis Ford Coppola? Question number five. One of the most recognizable gothic structures in London, what royal church is over a thousand years old and the site of Prince William and Kate Middleton's 2011 wedding? Question number six. What American actress and B-movie goth queen was born with the name Cassandra Peterson, but is more commonly referred to as the Mistress of Darkness? Question number seven. Goth rock band Joy Division was fronted by a troubled and talented Ian Curtis who suffered from depression and epilepsy. Two months after his suicide at the age of 23, the band released their highest-charting single titled, What? Question number eight. First appearing on Santa Cruz skateboards, what graphic novel character was created by Rob Rieger and is often shown accompanied by black cats? This teenage gothic girl is frequently featured with sayings such as, Get lost, be all you can't be, or wish you weren't here. Who is she? We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three, Woe is Me. Question number one, a development of Norman architecture, the century that Gothic architecture emerged was the 12th century. French Norman architecture is some of my favorite though. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two, the Gothic alphabet was developed in the fourth century CE and was originally used to translate the Bible. Never heard of it. What's this book? Just kidding. We actually started a Trivia Time quarantine book club, and this was the first book that we chose to read. How's it going, guys? <laughs> I'm on Genesis. I don't even know how far that is. I have no idea. Isn't that the first one? I haven't cracked the spine. <laughs> I'm in like a nonfiction mood, so I haven't really picked it up yet. Oh, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should try the Old Testament. <laughs> there is a lot of uh, religious symbolism within Gothic architecture and Gothic culture. Question number three. The English goth rock band fronted by Peter Murphy, who released the 1979 single Bella Lugosi's Dead, is Bauhaus. Bella Lugosi's Dead. I'm wearing a Bauhaus shirt right now. I bet you are. That one's in regular rotation. <laughs> well, I have more than one. And I actually have a Peter Murphy shirt and a Love and Rocket shirt too. But, and they're all like from the 80s and they're rad. Question number four. The classic gothic horror novel that introduced vampire characters and spawned a 1992 film interpretation was Bram Stoker's Dracula. Question number five. The Gothic structure and royal church in London, where Prince William and Kate Middleton wed, is Westminster Abbey. 
It's gorgeous. They've got the cutest kids ever. Did you see this when you were in London, Zach? From afar, yes. I don't know. It's pretty. (laughs) A rave review. (laughs) I know, right? I'll give it a two star on Yelp. Yeah, (laughs) right? Question number six. The B-movie goth queen that is commonly referred to as the Mistress of Darkness is... Zach Katz. Me. Elvira. My queen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's rad. And she looks so good for her age. I think she's like 68 years old. Looks amazing. In and out of costume. She does. Is super awesome. Big fan. She's amazing. Yeah, she totally leans into the campy side of it all. Because she doesn't take it too seriously, which I love. Question number seven. The Joy Division hit song that was released two months after frontman Ian Curtis committed suicide is Love Will Tear Us Apart. It was hard for me not to put this on my birthday list, so I worked it into questions, so now I can play a song clip. Yes. Woohoo. Question number eight. The teen girl graphic novel character frequently featured with such sayings as get lost, be all you can't be, or wish you weren't here is Emily the Strange. I love the be all you can't be. Yeah. (laughs) Moving on to round four. Round number four is called Pop Art. Move aside Campbell's soup cans and make way for celebrities. This round features questions about celebrities who have been painted and or printed by Andy Warhol. Question number one. Nicknamed the greatest, what sports star refused to be drafted into the military citing opposition to the Vietnam War? Question number two, also known as the mayor of Christopher Street, who is the prominent figure in the Stonewall Uprising and the LGBT AIDS activist whom the East River Park in Brooklyn is going to be renamed after? Question number three, what Easy Rider star was named one of Hollywood's most notorious drug addicts by Rolling Stone magazine? Question number four. Blending high and low art through graffiti and murals, what crack is whack artist opened the pop shop in Soho? Question number five. A woman of refined taste and fashion, who is the first first lady to win an Emmy? Question number six. What countercultural figure and legendary rock frontman who became a father to a son who is younger than his grandchildren briefly supported Brexit before reversing his opinion? Question number seven. Nicknamed Duke, what Western actor started 142 motion pictures, including Stagecoach? Question number eight. No stranger to glamour, what Cleopatra star was the first celebrity to launch a perfume brand? We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers.
Here are the answers for round four, pop art. Question number one. Nicknamed the greatest, the sports star who refused to be drafted into the military citing opposition to the Vietnam War is Muhammad Ali. Question number two. Also known as the mayor of Christopher Street, the prominent figure in the Stonewall Uprising, whom the East River Park in Brooklyn is going to be renamed after, is Marsha P. Johnson. Love her. I'm so excited about this. Yes, me too. She was so important. Agreed. Question number three. The Easy Rider star, named one of Hollywood's most notorious drug addicts by Rolling Stone, is Dennis Hopper. Every time I hear Hopper now, I think of Stranger Things, and it's just Hopper. Hopper. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Easy Rider is a great movie. And it's funny because it's one of the first movies. I think it was released in 1969, but it introduced those like crazy jump cuts. And they're very jarring when you see them. <laughs> they are. Just for the novelty of that film style in that time, it's pretty great. Question number four. The crack is whack artist who opened the pop shop in Soho is Keith Haring. His stuff is cute. Super cute. Some real gems. Another one that died too soon. Yeah. Question number five. The first first lady to win an Emmy was Jackie Kennedy. Class act. <laughs> Question number six. The countercultural figure and legendary rock frontman who recently became a father again is Mick Jagger. I'm getting a lot of young Mick Jagger vibes from Harry Styles lately. Mick Jagger used to be so gorgeous. He was super androgynous and just really beautiful. If you haven't seen Rock and Roll Circus, I would check it out because it's sort of an important chunk in rock and roll history. Question number seven. Nicknamed Duke, the Western actor who starred in 142 motion pictures, including Stagecoach, is John Wayne. Question number eight. The Cleopatra star, who was the first celebrity to launch a perfume brand, is Elizabeth Taylor. It smells like vodka and barbiturates. <laughs> <laughs> With a dash of glamour. What would your smell be? Is that what yours would be? Mine would be called Midnight Musk. Ooh. It would smell like broken dreams and liquor. Oh, <laughs> no. And sandalwood. And sandalwood? <laughs> broken dreams and sandalwood. <laughs> What's your sense, guys? I really like wood smells. <laughs> I was going to say musky too. Zero florals. Some tobacco, some bourbon. Some frankincense. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Some frankincense, a little myrrh. A callback. <laughs> Perhaps. No myrrh. Mine would be a little bit old lady. A jockstrap musk. No, uh, no. With a dash of B. Arthur. A little man, a little old lady. That's all I want. <laughs> Aww. Cutie. How do we buy these scents? So check out our Trivia Time merch store for all of our personal new scent lines. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. What 24-hour news channel is a unit of Warner Media? and was co-founded by media proprietor Ted Turner and features such anchors as Bill Weir, Aaron Burnett, and Chris Cuomo. Question number two. 
What former child star and ex-boyfriend of Mila Kunis formed a rock band named The Pizza Underground that parodied songs by The Velvet Underground with pizza-themed song names and lyrics? Question number three. What female-fronted American comedy is often credited with Dolly Parton's launch into mainstream popular culture? Hint, she released a hit song with the same title that earned her two Grammys. Question number four. What classic arcade game was developed by Namco and features villains with the names Blinky, Pinky, Inky, and Clyde? Question number five. This Star Wars installment is the second highest grossing sequel of all time and was set on the ice planet Hoth three years after the destruction of the Death Star. What was its title? Question number six. What 20th century natural disaster occurred in the Pacific Northwest killing 57 people and damaging 250 homes 47 bridges, and 185 miles of highway. Question number seven. In efforts to protest the December 1979 Soviet invasion of Afghanistan, what major event experienced a massive U.S.-led boycott? It's connection time, and question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The news channel that is a unit of Warner Media and features such anchors as Bill Weir, Aaron Burnett, and Chris Cuomo is CNN. Question number two. The former child star that formed a pizza-themed rock band is Macaulay Culkin. A few fun facts about the pizza underground, which I unfortunately did not catch and apparently they have broken up. On their Wikipedia, some of the credited instruments include a glockenspiel, a kazoo, and a pizza box, naturally. Some of their song titles included Take a Bite of the Wild Slice, which was a parody of Take a Walk on the Wild Side, and All Pizza Parties, which is a parody of All Tomorrow's Parties. So that's pretty fabulous. That's adorable. (laughs) Also, this band went on a tour titled Fresh to Your Door and handed out pizza at their gigs. Well, you have to. (laughs) (laughs) You have to. No questions there. It's so good. Question number three. The American comedy starring Dolly Parton, who released a hit song with the same title that earned her two Grammys, is Nine to Five. And a Tony nomination. Yeah, she's the best. Legend. Question number four. The classic arcade game that features villains with the names Blinky, Pinky, Inky, and Clyde is Pac-Man. I love those little ghosts. They're super cute. Oh, so cute. Question number five. 
The Star Wars installment that is set on the ice planet Hoth three years after the destruction of the Death Star is Star Wars V, The Empire Strikes Back. Woo, Star Wars. Lightsabers and helmets, oh my. (laughs) This is probably my favorite Star Wars film. Question number six. The Pacific Northwest Natty D that killed... God damn it. Only for your birthday. The Pacific Northwest Natty D that killed 57 people and caused extensive other damages is the eruption of Mount St. Helens. So for those that aren't in the know, Natty D obviously stands for natural disaster. Obviously. (laughs) Question number seven. In protest of the 1979 Soviet invasion of Afghanistan, the major event that experienced a massive U.S.-led boycott was the Moscow Olympics. There were several countries that opted out of participating that year. And the answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like CNN. Nine to five. Macaulay Culkin. Pac-Man. Star Wars V, The Empire Strikes Back. The eruption of Mount St. Helens. And the Moscow Olympics. And all of those answers included things that happened or came out of the year 1980. Which means they turned 40 this year. Just like your quiz master, Ricky Lime. I refuse to say ancient. (laughs) (laughs) So old. (laughs) It's okay. 40 years young. Not old. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Going back to the bonus anagram of the week, our bonus anagram was The Salad King, and the question or clue that we gave you was, what New York-based rock band formed in 1975 and released such albums as Remain in Light, Little Creatures, and Fear of Music? And the answer is Talking Heads. The Salad King scrambles up to be Talking Heads. The Salad King, I feel like, kind of makes sense for them. (laughs) Like, somehow it fits. (laughs) True. Talking heads of lettuce. (laughs) Yum. Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions or feedback, our email address is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com. And our website is triviatimepodcast.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for weekly round reveals, free answers, and bonus questions. That wraps up episode 47 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Zach Katz, and I've been joined by our co-host, Kelly Sharon, and our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed playing along. Our background and answer break music this week was Recalling by Blear Moon. This has been a Pick and Shovel production, recorded in Long Beach, California. Special thanks to Lydia, Justin, Abe, and all of our trivia buddies. Until next time! Question number six. The name of the lion mascot for Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer MGM is Leo. <laughs> that pacing was impeccable. Let me. <laughs> There's going to be no editing required. You're <laughs> perfect. <laughs> perfect. Nice. 
Kevin Bacon. I, I don't know why I've always hated that guy, but I hate that guy. He peaked at Footloose and everything else has been downhill. Yeah. <laughs> Done nothing but a hollow man sense. <laughs> I'll be here all week. Also, I'd love to include a clip of Katy Perry saying, happy birthday at the, at the end of her birthday song. Big, big balloons. Those big what balloons, yes. Um, she does have great balloons, by the way. <laughs> oh, my so God. True. Happy birthday.